chat about it is fantabulous friday good morning everyone this is carol so let me move my mic over a little bit closer carol so aka naughty boss live with two sisters hey good morning everyone this is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 well fantabulous friday and i said and well it's that kind of a weekend um we all know what kind of a weekend it's going to be very um, significant, um, an anniversary of a date that lives in infamy and so much emotion, obviously with all of that going on, but let's hop right on into it. Carol, I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. Fantabulous Friday. And we do have a lot to cover because gosh, uh, you can say what's trending, which is yesterday, because we talked about trending Thursday, is trending all week long. There's so much going on between your own local communities, your local states, government, big government, um, how to posture back from all of this kookiness going on, as well as this monumental time in history that it is a, uh, you know, it's a milestone of a horrific event it's 20 years um and sadly as we get into talking about that you know those families that were that perished uh you know left loved ones behind still dealing with trying to get the answers trying to get you know some some to reconcile this to a certain degree because i think like any situation where you have a death in the family whether it's on a scale to this or even a smaller scale where there's too many answers left undone, it almost impedes the mourning process. It, it, it kind of stifles it because we all need closure. You know, the why, the how, the to. Uh, and it doesn't take the uh, uh, missing the person away. It doesn't take that, that, that those heartstrings that pop, you know, really pull on your heart, but it does give you closure to know that you have some sort of understanding of the why. We know we're not in control. We talk about that frequently, about accountability, and that in this scheme of our journey of life, we're never in control. But there are a few things that we are in control of, our action and our reaction. And we really kind of pound that mindset in all that we do in every podcast, because ultimately so many people are feeling so many different things. So one of the questions I, I received before we kind of get into uh, all that's going on with 9-11 and, and uh, you know, really kind of reliving that, we're gonna be seeing obviously so many horrific videos which are going to remind us you know, when you have an event like this, you always think of where you were, what you were doing, who you were with. And for a lot of us, when you think about it 20 years ago, there are many that are in our world today that did not experience it. So they're going to experience it through recollection from those that they're talking with that are going to tell them what they were doing, what they were feeling at the time. But, we, but before we kind of touch upon that, I did hear back from some viewers, some of our audience, in how we go about combating 
what we kind of chatted about yesterday, which really was amplified last night with the person occupying the White House's uh, speech, if you want to call it an address. And, you know, I actually posted and kind of blogged about it on my own personal Facebook this morning. And while, you know, we were dealing with all those feelings of, you know, what you might have picked apart from what you heard, later that evening, the Buccaneers, which has got my, whoops, gets my, you know, my quarterback, Tom, Tom Brady, Tommy from New England, and now at the Bucks. He has earned the name the GOAT for a reason. And if you could have saw the last two minutes of the game, you would have saw resilience, but also knowing that I can't control, you know, what just occurred, but I'm going to be in charge of me, my reaction. And my reaction is there's 60 minutes to this game and I don't stop believing that I can win. And I'm going to, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to react badly because at that point Dallas was ahead. And what am I going to do to change the direction of this game? And per usual, Tom Brady teaches us on the field of what it means to not quit, to be a part of change, to stay positive, to say, stay focused, to have that resiliency that I'm a winner and I can create change. I can create a legacy one play at a time. I can win this game one play at, a, play at a time. So how are we going to win the game of life one play at a time? When you have all these variables, these deflections, these pivots, these punches coming at us at all ends of our lives. And so yesterday we talked about that. We talked about specifically what was trending, which was the word bullying and how so many people misuse it, not in its form of definition, as well as use it as a punching tool to punch somebody down and use it in a format that's not the way it's supposed to be used. So when I look at that, and I correlated that with a personal message that I received through, uh, through uh, social media messaging, where we've lost that ding, 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 pick up the phone, let's have a conversation and ask some questions of not understanding something, as well as what is going on in our country, what as well as going on with school committees. How do we react when you keep getting punched in the face? When someone tells you you're about doom and gloom, I guess that was the quote that was used to describe me. When I look at keeping people informed about causes and things and injustices, you know, sometimes I guess I get where it does sound doom and gloom, but the point is how do you, how do you change that negativity and that toxicity, toxicity into something positive when you are being punched at? Tom Brady proved that. A lot of people didn't think he could just pull that one off, but he did because he believed in himself. And he said, I'm all, give me the adversity, give it to me. And let me show you how I'm going to respond. I'm going to react in a different way. Probably unbeknownst to a lot of people would even imagine. So we can do that in our own personal lives. So what I say to like, if you have a toxic person in your life, that's punching you, that's, you know, a, you know, attacking you, maybe not being kind to you, you show in your reaction 
It's in your control by your, you, you give a positive reaction. We're not in control of what was stated in an American address yesterday, which fired a lot of people up, probably put what it was intended for to put a lot of fear in people, keep people down, division, segregating people by class of a health choice, right? How do you respond to that? And with that, how do you change the, the trajectory? I, I always have a hard time saying that word in the way of what would happen in 2022 and 2024. You get involved with your local community. If you are one of those states that had some shenanigans going on or some shift going on that you truly believe that there was a stolen outcome, you can make change. You can't control the whole, whole world, but you can certainly be involved. You can get involved, do something positive by volunteering when those dates come up that people go out and cast their American right to do, right? And as well as school committees, what is going on in your local school committee? First, I wanna give a shout out to, and I'm gonna tell you the name of the group. I just absolutely love them. And they are having something that is going to be occurring at 10 a.m. I just wanna make sure that I have the uh, right. So it's Moms for Liberty. And there's chapters everywhere. So today, Friday, September 10th at 10 a.m., parents and teeter, teachers and students are encouraged to take part in this peaceful protest against masks and vaccinations or vaccine man mandates. Uh, either keep your children at home or walk out or take them out. Like walk out, you know, a high school student is able to make that decision and or pick up your child at 10 a.m. and they're hashtagging it, Walk Out USA, Moms for Liberty. There's chapters in, I believe, most states. I, don't, I can't say that it's in all states, but I know it's in quite a few states. So that is happening today at 10 a.m. Guess what? That is a way for you to combat that negativity of what we heard last night or what you may be hearing from your own local school district regarding mandates, you remember mandates are not laws and how you show up to be the chain of chain. That's that, the chain of change is my, my hashtag right now for what is going on and what we're feeling. So hashtag, hashtag chain of change. And that is something that you could take action and you can be a part of to do it peacefully, respectfully, but do something. I think people are feeling like, what can I do to make this chain of change happen in such a way that I'm being respectful, but I'm still having my voice heard, I'm having my child's voice heard. So those are all things that we can do and that we want to respond to from yesterday's podcast, which obviously fell into today's podcast because of you know the announcements that were made last night. Tommy's great win. It was a learning lesson, a great tool. So if you haven't checked out my quote little blog post on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, please do. And what we're going to be experiencing this weekend, you know, I can't imagine being a loved one who is a victim of what occurred by, you know, losing that loved one. And here 20 years later, these parents, uh, and I actually believe some of the parents went to, there was a tri tribunal or a tribe, a trial that was going on in Gitmo with the 
the one or the few hijackers that are left that are still in prison and they still have no answers. They also are demanding from our federal government to release. So there was two uh, two commissions. So there was a 9-11 commission that I believe was about three years long. They didn't have the funds then. They didn't have the know-how or what apparently to go after. But then there was an FBI operation called, I believe it's called uh, ECHO or shoot, I can, it's, it's drawing a total blank right now. EPIC, it might've been EPIC or something on that line. I'll, I'll, I'll have to Google it. Uh, Echo Operation or Operation Echo, something like that, where it was from 2006 to 2016. So it's 10 years, 10 years long of investigating of what happened on 9-11. And I believe nine out of the 13 hijackers were Saudi citizens. So the, apparently there's a lot of information and proof and video that the Saudis were directly involved with this. And through this Operation Echo or whatever it's called, I don't know, EPOC, I don't remember now. There, there's proof there. So the, the, the families want it, they wanna see it. You know, here's 20 years later and they're still trying to, you know, you're never gonna get over it, but they wanna put some sort of closure or not knowing. What do you think about that? I mean, I threw out a lot of stuff. Well, I just wanna back up a little bit because everybody that was alive at that time for 9-11, <laughs> 20 years ago tomorrow, know significantly where they were that day, what transpired. And I know, for instance, that I will never forget it. But what I thought was interesting this week, and I wish I had saved it, I thought I had, but apparently I didn't, <laughs> was, and especially with the person at 1600 Pennsylvania, with what transpired last night. And I saw this, it reminded me of this meme that I saw about September 12th. And it was something to the effect, I want to remember September 12th when America came together and it race didn't even enter the equation and everybody was an American, everybody was supporting every, everyone and everyone <laughs> went out and bought flags and then there was a flag shortage. I wanna go back to September 12th. And I thought whomever wrote that or shared that, that is so significant mm. on so many different levels. And then as I was getting dinner ready last night, <clears throat> we turned on the five. That's when I turn on the TV, typically when I'm cooking dinner. <clears throat> and Gary was watching and <laughs> he likes to yell at the TV. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, and then I, please. right. And then I can't hear. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to walk in, you know, and, you know, in the loft, walk into the, the uh, living room area. And I'm like, why are you yelling? And I mean, I knew who, who was on the TV at that point. And I looked and I heard what he said. And just as I was thinking that I was going to yell at Gary to stop yelling, I started yelling. So I'm like, it just goes to show you that, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. So what I'm trying to get at, the feelings 
<coughs> the conditions are very high right now. Everybody is tense about it. Rightfully so. And then to the person occupying 1600 Pennsylvania with, it was almost like adding Epsom salt on a very raw and open wound about the mandates, which are not laws. Okay. Now we are not experts. I just want to disclaim two sisters is not experts <coughs> in constitutional law or anything like that. We just like <laughs> Listen, this is the deal. Whenever, and I believe I've said this, whenever somebody says I am mandated to do something, and I'm very quiet, even keeled by nature, but uh-uh, you're not mandating me to do diddly squat. And let's just back up a little bit with this mandate crap. Mm -hmm. You tell it, girlfriend. <laughs> Do people realize that requiring people to wear a mask, again, I respect your right to do so, but mandating that people wear a mask, mandating people that wear a double mask, because I've heard of that, I can't actually verify it, but I've heard of the double mask thing. Um, <laughs> way back when in, I believe it was the early <coughs> 1900s, was a form of compliance and torture. Now you, this is the good old United States of America. Now you're, you're saying that people, like it was an attack on American citizens of the unvaccinated, whether you're vaccinated or not vac vaccinated. It was an attack more so for the unvaccinated, but it also affects <laughs> the vaccinated. So the goalposts and the silly putty is stretching further and keeps on getting changed. They showed clips. And I remember these particular clips where the guy at 1600 said, nope, not gonna mandate that, mandating it. I believe that was December 20th, 2020. Right. When he was in his office of the vice, you know, of the president elect. Yes. I just did a um, thing. So for those who are listening, <laughs> I, I'm just, as you can probably tell, I'm a little irritated at all this to pour salt to make that type that was not somebody as our commander in chief um, informing American citizens. That was a czar. That was a dictator. Yeah, that was a czar. That yeah. knew all comply. Yeah, that was a little creepy, but I guess he's kind of known for that whole in and out, in and out. Um, I want to interject for one second because I did get the information and I knew I had posted something a, a little bit on the blog. So regarding 9-11, it's called Operation Encore. And they, uh, they have photos, there's phone calls, there's videos. And it was 15 of the 19 hijackers were Saudi city citizens. So the 9-11 Commission 
ended in 2004. The Operation Encore, I have the dates right, started in 2006 to 2016. It was actually a secret commission. And not one person has been held accountable. We're 20 years later, and do we realize that none, not one person has been accountable regarding 9-11? And what about these poor, you know, the justice for these poor families? It, it's mind-boggling. And then when you, like, as you're describing, you've got that person. You know, and some of the things that he said, and I'm sure this is part of the what, irked you and irked a lot of people and how do we rebound today to make it a fantastic fat tabless Friday feeling all these emotions and that's why I say you combat those emotions with good reactions in in doing in being active in something to be part of that chain of change but there were I think about three or four which I would consider threats stated very precisely to the citizens of our country. And I thought he showed more posture and fear and anger towards the unvaccinated mm -hmm. than he did with what's going on in Afghanistan, as well as those 13 soldiers lost in the whole kit and caboodle or of chaotic of the retreat or coming out of that country with moving our, our troops out. And when I hear someone telling me, you just got to trust us, when that's coming from federal government, that is kind of a red flag, I think, the way it was presented, as well as we've given you time. Yeah, and I don't know the exact quote, so I'm going to be paraphrasing much of this. How much patience, you know, how much longer do you think we're going to wait? Our patience is running thin. I take that as a threat. I, I, I truly do. The other pieces were a lot of his addition or his mathematics of his equation of how he was trying to say who was vaccinated, who was unvaccinated. It was a really odd and I don't know, again, the exact piece to what he was talking about, but it ended up, I think if you did the equation by his math, it would come out to be like more citizens than we have, or there was some weird, weirdness about all that. I would have to go back and reread it or re-listen to it, which I don't want to. And I can proudly say that I don't watch him live. And how we do that, I've never heard one of his addresses live because I find it you know, comedy, sad, pushing fear, anger, like all these things that, you know, I don't really want to take part of regarding that. So what we do is we put it on, we start it, and then we pause it. So that way, when it comes time to have to rewatch it, if we choose to, we can obviously fast forward through commercials, but also like if he's like really irking us, we can fast forward. So it, it, it was one of those, but I did catch a couple lines where I really took them as a threat to the country. And like you said, he didn't sound presidential. He sounded like... Sounded like a flippin' tyrant. Yes, something that you would hear in Russia, China, Germany, and the, you know, that, that a, a czar. A, I'm trying to use other words than the obvious right. word. 
And what I want to say in addition to that, and when the pencil gets going, that's not a good thing, okay? Just uh -oh. She's ready to go. So those who can't see, her pencil's in her hand. And she's I'm waving it. The nerve. We all agree, I believe on both sides of the coin or whatever we want to call it, we all should have gone out of Afghanistan. You're threatening unvaccinated Americans when you didn't have the balls, there I've said it, when you didn't have the balls to get all of our American citizens out safely. And now you're taking credit for such the biggest airlift, you schmucktard. There you go. She, Here, I've said the gauntlet, it. The gauntlet has been thrown. The quiet one has spoken up. She has, and boy, what a doozy that one was. And and, and I and I think again that how do you have that great mindset to kind of release that emotion because you you don't want to tuck it down because that's not good for your health and wellness. It's not good for your heart. It's not good for your stress. It's not for it's not good for your gut health. So there is some benefits to releasing that energy and releasing that anger or that stress or that fear, whatever it may be, but then take some positive action in ways that you feel. And I think part of the emotion is feeling helpless. Helpless is a true emotion. And you almost feel like we're like, we're, we're handcuffed because we can't fight back. We're handcuffed because it's really, the little guy versus big government. You're handcuffed because gosh, if we could go over and help in Afghanistan and get these people home, we would. You feel handcuffed because you would like to just, I don't know, oh, oh I do have it. No, I had to get one of these for a certain reason. So I'm gonna get it out and ready. You have to, uh, you want to, hold on, I gotta set it up. You wanna like, <clears throat> You just want to like knock, like really, you want to do that. You just want to gavel these meatballs into saying, you know, release that information for these 9-11 families. Get those Americans out, go to the border. You know, you're making Americans do something, but you're allowing illegal people and I'm not saying they're all bad people, but you're allowing illegal people into this country that are not vaccinated, that are adding to the fuel to the fire. I mean, when we looked at the numbers, why are, you know, so now we've got, I believe he said 60, I think it's 65% of Americans are, are vaccinated. So why then, and then with all these additional mandates, why then are the numbers higher than they were last September? So that either tells you the plan's not working. That either tells you people that get vaccinated might be getting it. And a lot of people think that the getting the vaccine prevents it. That is not true. You still can get it. It just lowers the symptoms, hopefully. But then they're not talking about the one piece that they didn't talk about and that they skirted around was those people that get the vaccination and have tremendous side effects. So he did push 
oh, you know, you were waiting, you were waiting for the FDA to approve it. It's been approved for a month and you're still not, you know, you're still not doing your, what you're, you should be doing the good for all. There has been many, many prescriptions and drugs approved by the FDA that they had to pull. And sometimes they didn't pull them right away. Sometimes it was years in the making. So you wonder why people are still hesitant just because you choose not to, because you feel regardless that it's approved by the FDA, that you are still not comfortable because you do see and do know, I know more people that have side effects from the vaccination that I do that, that got COVID and, or I don't know personally, I know people that know people that have passed, but I personally do not like, there's not one close to me that, that passed. And I'm not saying, I do believe one person dying is too many. So that goes, you know, that goes without saying, but I wanted to say it anyways, but to use that the FDA finally approved it. So get on your horse and stick out your arm and get ready people. And it doesn't make them an anti-vaxxer either. It doesn't make them anti anything. It makes them my choice, my body. I think there was a clip uh, not too long ago that the VP, the current VP or the VP occupying the white house, however you want to word it, talked about women's choice, my body, my choice. Well, we don't get to pick and choose my body, my choice narratives. So your narrative may be for female body parts or rights of abortion and all of that. For some, it's a shot. It's something that you want to push in my body that I or my child's body that I am not comfortable with yet. It doesn't mean I'll never do it. And even though the FDA just approved it, Many people are still not comfortable. So where would happen to choice? Freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. And let's just say, yeah, I'm gonna have to get one of those now too. Let's just say that the good of all is not for the good of all because what that has created is division. What that has created are more bullies, more racist people, more of all the hatred, more of all the stress. There's too much, too much going on. And while I respect everyone's opinion and we do have opposing viewpoints and you know what? I am okay with that. I can step up to the plate and say that. Can you out there who disagree, perhaps disagrees with me can you step up to the plate and say that? My two cents for the day. I'm liking this gavel too much. Yeah. Those, those of you that can't see me, um, I actually, I got it because someone inspired me at a local school committee meeting and I had to get my own. Um, this person is very good at using it. That's all she does. And she, her time has expired. She needs to go. We're working on it. Power to the people. Bam. So yeah, this is pretty cool. It actually, um, so for those of you that can't see me, I have a gavel in my hand. I wanted to take it with me, but I guess it could be considered a weapon unless I put it in a 
you know, uh, not a carry-on, but a check-in luggage. But anywho, um, I, I've already dented it. I've already dented the, the piece, which shows the power. I love it. I love it. I love it. So again, with all this going on, we need to find ways to combat these feelings of stress, anger, disappointment, outrage, fear, like you want to snap. So what that's what I'm telling you. And what we are telling you is find ways to help other people. You can't control a lot of this. We know that, but there are there is action that you can take with a positive reaction that will be part of the hash hashtag chain of change. We all can do that. We lock arms together and the power of that leads to more domino effects in making that change. Does change happen overnight? No, of course not. With our health and wellness, does 30 pounds come off like, you know, in 24 hours or a week or 30 days? No, it takes work. It takes courage. It takes dedication. Well, change within our bodies, change within our hearts, our minds to do the right thing and to not get so sucked into the negative piece to it. Put out those positive vibes. Say, you know what? I can't, I'm not, uh, my hands are tied. I can't do any more than I'm doing. So I'm going to do more good. I'm going to be kinder to more people. I'm going to be more tolerant to other people. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to volunteer at my local government my local community, see where I can help, be part of that chain of change. There's so much that we can do within ourselves to better our own lives from a health and wellness, from a mindset. And I think if we start focusing on things like that and then pouring out all that goodness out into the world, we will start to see some change. But for now, our hands are tied. So you know what? If you want to go out and protest, always go out. I always say power to the people, the voice. Do it peacefully. Do it respectfully. We know certain groups don't. Don't be like them. Be, you know, change, change that up. Show how you can protest big government. You can protest your local government. You can protest the schools. You can protest your state. Go up to their the state house, you know, with your sign, with your chance, and let your voice be heard, but let it be heard in a way that doesn't incite more chaoticness. Because I think we got a lot, a lot of that, don't you think already? Yeah, I'm done with the chaoticness. And on that note, and I just want to bring up something very new, very exciting for two sisters. We now have our brand new podcast website, which we are very excited about, www.twosistas.online. We will put the link for that below the live of this video, also in our show notes when we upload it to our different platforms, which by the way, speaking of platforms, okay, we are now on <laughs> 16 different podcast platforms with additional two that you can watch through the website, which is Castro and RSS feeds. We are also located on Rumble as well as YouTube. And keep 
posted on that website because there's going to be a lot of amazing things happening with that. Um, a blog spot at some point, we're working on that. So lots of goodness. Goodness always comes from change. So yes, you heard the frustration in my voice today. And now we're going to be part of that solution to be part of the change. On that note, Fantabulous Friday. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. And I will report, be reporting live from Philly on Monday morning for Mindset Monday. And I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, getting in on today. I've got a lot more stuff to do. Being tied to the computer is not always the best thing. So I'm going to make sure that I get up, stretch, do some things. I had to take some time off of pickleball. I'm a little sad about, but that's okay because I'm doing the works of, for those that have no voice, the children, and I'm happy to do so. Kudos to everyone. Again, uh, women or moms for liberty, get out there, moms for justice, get out there, 10 a.m., pick up your kids, keep them home, do something fun with them, show them that actually petitioning causes is, a, is also a learning experience. But I want everyone hashtagging, uh, hashtag be the our chain of change. We're all the chain of change. Kind of a tongue, twist with tw ugh, tongue twister, but that's okay. I'm gabbling it up. We will see you Monday morning live. Oh boy. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.